0: Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.
1: Get your popcorn ready. It's game time, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... A team that is known as Star Stoppers.
2: The Athletic presents Hogan Johns. Every single play, go take it. Bring that juice. Let's go get it. Come on. Chicago's best Bears coverage. Go Bears. Go Bears. From NBC Sports Chicago, it's Adam Hogue. I do think he has the support of his teammates. Why would you not be rooting for him to succeed?
0: And from The Athletic,
2: it's Adam
1: Johns. I don't mean to psychoanalyze this stuff, but this is what we do in Chicago. This is what we do with our quarterbacks, and this is the biggest story in town.
2: Here they are.
1: The Adams, Hogan Johns.
2: What's up? Welcome in Hogue and Johns with you. Our annual schedule release episode, John Get excited. It's late. <laughs> I like that you kept your uh, wardrobe on from uh, television. Yes, yes. So right off the, the uh T V show we had a special on NBC Sports Chicago tonight. With Olin Kruitz and Alex Brown and Dave Wanstead. It uh, was a good show. Um, but yes, I hustled home. And I really, unless you wanted me to change in the car, Johns, could not have changed. I walked straight out of the garage into my office and we're doing this podcast. The best part about this is, is if you're watching this on YouTube,
1: you now know that Adam Hogue wears his makeup home. Yeah. It's on I, there. I know. I've, I've had it sprayed on me before, but you, you're wearing it.
2: Yeah, well, this is my own with you. Oh, it's right. It's your own work. This is my own deal. It would be much better if uh, if it was done by the the wonderful makeup artists uh, and NBC Sports Chicago. But uh, this is not. And you're right. I forgot to wipe it off before I left but also because Ozzy Guillen and Frank Thomas were in the green room and that's where the wipes were. And they're freaking out about Andrew Vaughn hitting the home run because I think Ozzy predicted it and it was just chaos in there. And I already had to deal with Olin for an hour. You know, It just... Yeah, enough name dropping, but I had to get out of there. There was too yeah, much. See, one would think like
1: in Ozzie Guillen, Frank Thomas, Olin Krutz, like that would be tough to wear makeup around. But here's the secret of television, everybody. They're all wearing it. Yes. We're all wearing it. The good old days of Sports Talk Live, we would have it plastered all over our faces. hmm That's if you, not
2: kind in terms of, like there there's an artwork yeah. to it, but yes, yeah. If, if you are watching on YouTube, you can comp- compare this to like our last episode <laughs> as we get the zoom <laughs> my, in from my, Kent. My, great inflection. Yeah. Uh <laughs> fresh from the uh, baseball fields to, to your Look at this. This is ridiculous. Uh meanwhile, those of you listening in your cars on the podcast apps, you have no idea what we're talking about. Just imagine a pretty face. How about that? You say so. <laughs> and I'm just talking about Johns. That's all. <laughs> all well, right, enough you. about that nonsense. And uh there was a schedule that came out today as uh we, you know, it's fun because we've known the opponents since the season ended, but uh, now we get the order and where they're all playing. And uh, we all make predictions, which is what we do on this podcast. And it's ridiculous, but it's fun, and we're going to do it. I like to know which, you know, we both like to know which Marriott's we're booking. And And that's where the most
1: important thing about this, right? Everybody gets their travel in order. I got people texting me about Vegas. People texting me about L.A. Yeah. Green Bay. A lot of Bears fans going up to Green Bay this year. Maybe there's a like a regime change. We should. They always do. Be watching. Yeah, always I know. Do. I know. I know. But mm-hmm. the late season hope of Justin Fields possibly against Blake Bortles is <laughs> <laughs> you can exciting. only wish. It's, you. Can I can't think of Blake Bortles reference in there. I
2: can't believe they signed him. Today, yeah. But. Go on. Well, how do you needed, want to break this down? They needed somebody to throw incompletions at a Packers camp. So there you go. Um, all right. Well, if you are watching on YouTube, you can follow along with us as we have the schedule up for, up for you. But uh, those of you just listening, it, it doesn't really matter. We'll we'll walk you through the whole schedule. We'll make our predictions. We'll talk about when Justin Fields might play and uh, and talk about the first 17 game schedule that we've ever had to break down. It's kind of fun. Uh, and there are some quirks to the schedule. So uh, we'll get through it. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. Uh, we both have Whoa, whoa, whoa. By the way, we totally buried the lead. I mean, Johns, you got a story up on the Athletic that like Ian Rappaport's doing full segments on the NFL Network about. Oh, thanks, man. Um, I mean, plug your shit here. Yeah,
1: uh check it out if you haven't. Uh kind of got an exclusive uh, behind the scenes look at the Bears draft room and and how their pick went down and, and really the their their process. So, if you haven't checked it out yet, it's it's up there. Um Got it. Justin Fields right in the middle of the headline. So, yeah. Um, Talked to Brian Pace for a bit, and he gave me a look at their how things went down, not only on draft day, but how they, um, you know, some of their grades, how they charter their, how they charter their board, and all that stuff. So check it out if you haven't yet. Thanks, man.
2: All right. Well, that includes me because full disclosure, I've been going straight since seven a.m. today, and I have not read the thing yet, but I can't wait to because it looks awesome. All good. So okay. I know it's I know it's really well done, and uh, and I can't I will read it before I go to bed. But first we gotta get through the schedule. And for less important things like meaningless predictions, you can go to nbc dot and get that from me. But the important stuff is from John's on the Athletic. Uh, <laughs> seriously, it's kind of access. We don't always get, so good job by you, and uh, and it's definitely worth reading. So don't miss that on The Athletic. Theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns is where you go to subscribe to read that story if you aren't already a subscriber, and we appreciate all of you who are subscribers of our YouTube channel here, which is free, and uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it. Please tell your friends, and let's, get, let's dive right into this thing. So Sunday, September 12th, right off the bat, Bears go to Los Angeles for the third year in a row. And for the fourth year in a row, this little mini rivalry that's developing kind of an old school rivalry. That's maybe getting rekindled since the Rams are back in LA Seven twenty. Uh It's a fourth straight year. It's a primetime game. This is a Sunday night game on NBC. What like, do you think?
1: This is, this, this is where we're supposed to say that Jared Goff is going to have a miserable night against the Bears defense as he's yes. had in the past. Although
2: was it last Although year he was better? He's, He's been won the last two in this game. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but Matthew Stafford is there now. Mm-hmm. And Matt Nagy's
2: Bears have been pretty good against Matthew Stafford. Um
1: I don't know. But uh, have they been
2: good against Matthew Stafford or has Mitch Trubisky owned Matt Patricia? Yeah, there you go. You but, know what I mean? Like But Mitch is no longer here. It's different. Yeah. Um Stafford did a pretty good job leading the Lions in the uh, second half of that game at Soldier Field, which we should we should not talk about. Remember the uh, ten point lead they blew late? Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, he did throw a pick to Bilal Nichols in that game, if I remember correctly. He did, he did. Um, uh, I don't. I, how,
1: how can you like this opener for the Bears? Let's just well, let's just be honest.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I I I don't like how those two games in L.A. have gone the last two years. Um, I think the Bears will still be working out some kinks defensively. Maybe we'll sprinkle in a little about what we heard from coaches today because uh, we did get a chance to talk to a lot of the co- – pretty much the whole coaching staff today over Zoom. I liked what Sean Desai said about what he wants the defense to look like, but there's still a lot of coaching turnover, and I wonder what, it'll, what it will all look like right away when you have a uh, Matthew Stafford who's so used to playing the Bears. And – it's gonna. I mean, it's going to be Andy Dalton, right? Or is it? do you really want to throw Justin Fields out there against this Rams defense? Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, they were awesome last year.
1: Yeah, well, that's really the whole conversation about the whole season is when do you insert Justin Fields?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right now at 10.07 p.m. in Chicago on May 12th, I think it's Andy Dalton versus Matthew Stafford, which means you should pick Matthew Stafford. I think there's just too many things up in the air for the Bears on both sides of the ball in this one.
2: Yeah, I'm picking the Rams. Me too. So 0 1 start. Uh, it will be nice to see Bears fans at SoFi Stadium. Be fans in general. I mean, we didn't go last year. This was an empty stadium game. They so this is the open up the the reopening of SoFi Stadium, and you know Bears fans will be in LA. They live there. A lot of our podcast listeners are listening to this right now. From Southern California. And they're saying, uh, well, I'm going to be there. Like Kyle Higgins, right? Money. He'll be there. Um, Although he keeps tweeting at us from O'Hare. Does he live at O'Hare now? Apparently. He keeps saying, like, I'm at O'Hare. You don't have... He's like the guy... Remember the pandemic started? There was a guy that lived there for like six (laughs) months and no one knew it. (laughs) Did Tom Hanks make a movie about that? Yes, I think he did. (laughs) And it was Tom Hanks. (laughs) All right. Uh, Week two. I call this an Andy Dalton revenge game, but he already got that last year when he was with the Cowboys. He went back to Cincinnati, played his former former team, and won pretty easily. Of course, the Bengals did not have Joe Burrow in that game. So Bengals come to Soldier Field in week two. It's a noon game on Fox, September 19th. You know, the Bengals... Should be better, but they chose not to draft Panay Sewell and that offensive line still going to be a question mark. I do like the fact that Joe Burrow is going to be out there from sort of a side note. The cool thing about this schedule to me, Johns, is there's a, the quarterback matchups are awesome. Like there's a lot of cool potential matchups in here, especially if you want to play Justin Fields, by the way, just <laughs> a hint. but um, <laughs> Joe Burrow, week two. what do you think? Uh, well, it could
1: have been like the the rematch of the Ohio State Buckeyes. Let's not forget that storyline, right? Weren't they?
2: But I, I, again, I don't think it's going to it happen. I don't forget that storyline. That's a good storyline. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Um,
1: Again, you're trying to find the right place to insert Justin Fields, and I don't think it's going to be September 19th at Soldier Field. It's going to be Andy Dalton with his second revenge game, and I would say I'm going to give it to him. This is the Bears' first victory of the season. They're just the better team.
2: Joe Burrow might be the better quarterback by the end of the season, but week two, give me Dalton and the Bears. Yeah, I agree. I got the Bears winning this game. I just think the Bengals um, may be improved. I think their offense will be more fun to watch, uh, especially with that LSU connection with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, but... Give me the Bears. So a one and one start. We agree on that. We go to week three. Cleveland, the Bears head to Cleveland. They'll face the Browns. And this is an interesting game. I was surprised. Um, Warren Sharp put out his schedule rankings based on forecasted win totals. Instead of going off strength of schedule of last year, which is a little flawed because teams change. So he's taking the forecasted win totals. Either way, the Bears' schedule is hard, by the way. But it's a little bit easier if you look at it this way. I was surprised, though, that the Browns were third easiest. Because one of the things I was thinking about was their schedule was relatively easy last year, I thought. Like, they went 6-2 and two at home, but really their only great win was against the Colts. And then I guess they beat the Steelers, but the Steelers were reeling by the end of the season. So I was kind of thinking, okay, the Browns are a team that probably would take a step back. The schedule's going to be tougher. At the same time, though, I think we got to give them credit. I mean, they're well coached. The defense—they've addressed that side of the ball in the off season, and they have a lot of weapons on offense. So, I think this is a tough game for the Bears.
1: The Browns strike me as one of those teams that you just look at and you think, "Oh, they're going to regress this year." Like it's the 2018 Bears or 2019 Bears, right? Like you just—you can poke holes in their success, like some of the things you just said. But I don't know if. If the Bears are gonna be better in Week Three,
2: yeah.
1: If we're just looking at this game squarely in the matchup between Andy Dalton and Baker Mayfield and, and the Browns who have a pretty good defense, like give me, give me the Browns in on this one. But overall, like talking again on May twelfth, the Browns strike me as a team like lead, among among the leaders who should be considered one team that would regress this year, just for a lot of different reasons. But they beat the Bears this week.
2: Okay. Uh <laughs> here's here's just an interesting I don't know how interesting it is, but I think it's more coincidence. Like I don't think the Bears went out and signed Andy Dalton because they're playing the AFC North this year, but it is interesting that they have him and he knows the division well. And he's 12 and 5 against the Browns in his career. Uh now, granted most of those wins came against uh, the Browns, not these Browns, you know, like the old Browns, the Browns that are the Browns. Like the bag-in-the-head bag Browns. Yeah, yeah. These are pretty good Browns. I got the Bears losing this game. So, uh, I'm sorry. Did you say a loss, too? Lost, too. Yeah. So, let me ask you a question.
1: One and two start. What, like, where's the, what's the outcry? What's yeah. the... Where are the calls for Justin Fields? Like on a scale of one to ten, how intense do you think they are at this point if this is what's playing out for the Bears in 2021?
2: Look, let's be honest, I think the calls might be at a six by the time we get to week one. So if they're one and two, I mean we're starting to talk about I mean look, it depends on part of it depends on how Andy Dalton looks, right? When Mike Glennon was out there early in the 2017 season, he was beyond. Like you had no choice. I remember we did that podcast at Lambeau Field, and it was like you have to make the move, right? Like it was, we got to the point where it wasn't even really a debate. So, I don't think the Bears are going to be in that situation. Like they might be one and two, but I don't necessarily think it's going to because be because of Andy Dalton. I also much you know people will be questioning the offense. The Play calling again. Kind of all those storylines. You know it's coming. Yeah. You know it's Pro- coming. So, probably both. Let's
1: yeah. just say it's like at an eight. Okay. Right, then. Ooh, I was going right. to say about six. I thought I liked your number six before. But
2: okay. Well, maybe this is a spot as the Bears head home to play the Lions in, in week four. If you like the idea of starting Justin Fields at home instead of on the road, maybe... I would I would consider this a game as a possible if you're going go to go the early part of the season this could be an early part of the season where they maybe turn to Justin Fields. Um, meanwhile, Matt Nagy's five and one against the Lions. His only loss to the Lions was that one we mentioned earlier, the ten point lead they blew late at Soldier Field. Um, but look, let's be honest, they're kind of rebuilding this year. They're trying to change their identity. And I just think it's sort of like that Bengals game in week two. I just think the Bears are the better team in this game. And I have them winning. I don't think this Jared
1: Goff thing is going to go very well in Detroit. Do you? I'm not. No. I'm no, I, I think it's going to go really bad. Um, this is a team with a lot of problems, with a lot of holes. You're, you're looking at a team that's possibly three, four wins in Detroit. Might be optimistic in that. Yeah, I, I think they're the, one of the worst teams in the league.
2: We should be a, the Bears should win handily in this one. I'll put it that way. Now, if they don't, and Andy Dalton's still the starter, now you're starting to talk about yes, panic. But I think this might be where they buy some more time because I do think that Andy Dalton would get the win. The Bears would be two and two. Now it's Vegas, baby. So we're in the week five, October 10th, Chicago invades Las Vegas, which you know is going to happen. It's going to be insane. At so
1: least 60% Bears fans, at least.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, I, Because by the way, the Raiders are already a uh, they're going to be sort of a what's the word I'm looking for? Not nomadic, but. I'm I'm interested to see what kind of the support is like in Vegas. Now, Vegas has really supported the Knights in the NHL. It's also like a good the, team. The Raiders already have a fan base that's kind of based all over. They got Oakland. I mean, I think there's more Raider fans than Rams fans in LA. Certainly more than Charger fans. So you got people traveling from LA for those games. I, I think the
1: problem you're going to have with this is with everything opening up, Las Vegas... For any team traveling, is going to be a destination for the fans. Yeah. Any team, anything. Team. I don't know who's on their schedule, but a lot of these cities travel very well. And Las Vegas already a destination. You have them on the NFL schedule now. It's going to be significant in terms of the, the the traveling that happens for visiting fans to Las Vegas for this game. Their game. Well, I know.
2: Well, yeah, and I know from our perspective and probably the fans' perspective too. Like this, this, this is like kind of the London game this year. You know, it's like that one weekend where you're like, "All right, this is the weekend you go for an extra, extra day or two. You know, you you spend the weekend there. Um, and I mean, really, thank you to the schedule makers for overlapping it with Northwestern's by week. I mean, that was just really well done. I'll, you're the you're the lucky one on this. I mean, but twi- yeah, I mean, do you want to go into your situation or not? Yeah, I, I can say it. that's fine. I'll I'll be out of town. I'll be across the country at my best friend's wedding. Wow. See, here's what's shocking to me about this. Um, I'm just surprised that you have a best friend. Yeah, you have a best friend. That's just shocking. No, that's not what I was going to say, but it was a good point. Um, I feel like all of your friends that I've ever met are like enormous Bears fans who listen to this podcast who would be in Vegas.
1: Yes. Oh, so I already sent so like, out the te- I already sent out the text message this morning, being like, "Hey." You want to move your wedding from Boston to Las Vegas? And I think it made him feel bad. So, Oh. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm just surprised. I guess I'm surprised that this isn't a Vegas wedding. Yeah. Well, it would be fantastic. I bet you there will be Bears
2: fans having Vegas weddings. Probably. Ooh, who on the beat would be most likely to have their wedding in Vegas that weekend? Let's not get into that conversation. No, I have some thoughts. Uh, all right. Uh, more importantly, it, look. It, this oh, actually, this is yeah. Go ahead. This sort of reminds me of the London game a couple of years ago, and then randomly they happen to be playing the Raiders here in the spot. So it's the same matchup. Do uh, you guys remember? Do you remember how they contained Khalil Mack in that game? Like that was a huge storyline going in it. Khalil Mack going up against his former team, and the Raiders, to their credit, did a really, really they great offensive line. They have remade that offensive line this offseason. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, but they did a really good job with a combination of different stuff they did to keep Khalil Mack sort of as a non-factor. I, I just don't know that I believe that Khalil Mack's going to let that happen again.
1: Well, yeah. I don't think Sean Desai is going to let that happen again. I think he's going to do different things with him than Chuck Pagano. And, and I think at this point in week five, we'll know a little bit more about what Those differences are, what that attack is for Sean Desai, and what the season holds for Cleo Mack, because let's face it, he did not play up to his level last season. Maybe even the last two. Like, the Bears expect more. I think the NFL expects more. He at least fears more. It's a big game for Cleo Mack, and to be honest with you, I think it's a big game for the Bears early in this year, and I'm going to pick the Bears in this one.
2: Wow, we are just seeing this thing eye to eye. The synergy. The collaboration is just... (laughs) Impressive. I should have that shirt on instead of this collared shirt I'm wearing. And that makeup. And makeup. That's true. Um, There's a t shirt. I wear makeup. So if the Bears have won back to back games and they're three and two, you're probably not seeing a switch. So ultimately, I think it comes, you know, if you're winning with Andy Dalton, you're buying yourself more time. Now, it could
0: be wrong, and maybe Justin Fields has started all five games at this point. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs is the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. Because when you're looking for a job, Hogan Johns fans, you want the best experience possible. No questions left to answer and sketchy websites to navigate around. And over 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash adam. That's linkedin.com slash adam to post your job for free. Terms
2: and conditions apply. We seem to be seeing eye to eye. So now the Bears play the Packers at home. And it's already hard to make predictions because we don't know who the Bears quarterback is going to be. But now there's this whole thing about Aaron Rodgers. I don't know how you're feeling about the whole thing, but I just until I see he's not on the team, I have to assume he is, and I have to assume the Packers are beating the Bears. Like that's just I I'm done. I don't know how many years in a row I've tried to eke one win out of this for the Bears. It's just it's stupid. Don't do that. If Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, you have to pick Green Bay. And right now Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback.
1: All Blake Bortles jokes aside, for all the Criticism that we sent in Jordan Love in our last podcast. Was that the last podcast? The, the Jordan yes. Love Must Suck podcast? Yes. Um, the he- I, I think there's something to that, by the way. Um,
2: he must. He, mu- he must he suck. He has to.
1: But Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know how the, Pack- the Packers want to slow play this, like where there's no options for Aaron Rodgers but to be a host of Jeopardy or play football. He should play football. He's better at that. So for now... On October 17th, I'm picking the Green Bay Packers to beat the Bears because Aaron Rodgers,
2: at this point, from what we know, should still be on the roster. That's one of your better takes, by the way. Aaron Rodgers is better at football than hosting Jeopardy. <laughs> and by the way, I completely agree with it. You want to talk about overrated. He did an okay job hosting Jeopardy, but come on now. He's better. Let's, at not, let's not get carried away. That's yeah. what I would
1: say about his performance.
2: Yes, thank you. It was cool seeing an awesome, a great quarterback host a legendary TV show. He did an okay job. Like Peyton Manning would kill it. Oh, I yes. think so. Yeah, yes. great, great example there. Totally, it would be a difference. Yes. All right. Um, so we got this as a loss. Bears are three and three now. And by the way, this is a, this is getting. This is a tough part of the schedule. A lot of the schedule is hard, but we are well into a tough part of the schedule now. Raiders, Packers, Bucks in Tampa. And, like, I know the Bears managed to beat the Bucks last year, but, and that was with Nick Foles at quarterback. Man, the Bucks were a different team by the end of the season, though. I mean, Tom Brady's not forgetting how many downs there are. He's going to know that you only get four, you don't get five. And,. They're clicking. They bring everybody back. Twenty-two starters, which is really hard to do in the NFL. So I just I think this is too hard of a game to win. So I got the Bucks. Was it the storyline after that? Well, like that was the game
1: that ignited the Bucks. Tom Brady figured it out. His line figured it out. Mm-hmm. Tristan Wirfs he figured it out after after getting hip tossed by Cleo Mack. Everything just improved for the Buccaneers after that game, and everything just went sideways for the Bears
2: after that game. Um, Somehow the Bears always get credit for the team that wins the Super Bowl. Like a few years ago was that they cracked the code on the Rams, and then that's how the Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. I don't know what they did the, to the Chiefs, I think. Um, oh, they passed on Patrick Mahomes. so see, the, the Chiefs it, won yeah. the Super Bowl. <laughs> it, it all comes back to Chicago. Um yeah.
1: Yeah, it's going to be the Buccaneers in this one. No need for overanalyzing this.
2: Mm-hmm. Another, Another better good travel game, by the way, though. Tampa's always a good place to go. It is. It'll be uh, late October by then. Cool enough that the 80s in Florida will feel good. Real good. Yeah. Uh, so, again, on the same page. And that would make the Bears three and four now at this point. As we go to a Halloween game. This is going to be one of those years where the Bears get to play on all the holidays, and our families rejoice. There's a lot of sarcasm right there. Yeah. Or maybe yes. they actually do rejoice. Maybe. Anyway, 49ers at home. Now, this would be a two-game losing streak. Who's playing quarterback for the 49ers? Is it Trey Lance? And if it's Trey Lance, I nah, got Trey Lance, Justin Fields, maybe. Bears have lost two in a row. They're coming back home would be awfully tempting to play Justin Fields here, wouldn't it? Very
1: tempting. I don't know if you're going to see Trey Lance all year. Wow. And I got a lot of problems with that because he didn't play football
2: Mm -hmm.
1: last year and you need to get him acclimated. But this is a guy who's trying to make the leap from a lower level, lower level of football. A guy who needs the time. Um,
2: Quickly, by the way, I agree with you on that, but the, the one reason why I think you might be right, I don't know if it's all year, but maybe most of the year, or at least until the point where like they have no choice, because I think they're going to be a pretty good team, and if Jimmy Garoppolo's struggling, maybe you have to make the move. But Garoppolo's contract, whatever, it's $21, 23000000 million or something, right? Somewhere around there. It's a lot of money, and it's not guaranteed. So the fact that they've kept him around when it's not guaranteed, you know, money talks, and that tells me that they are serious about him playing. Yeah. Plus, John Lynch, you
1: know, Kyle Shanahan, they have like seven-year contracts, don't they? Like they they could slow play this if they want. Yep. Like if, if there's one quarterback of the five taken in the first round and needs the most time, like on the bench, learning, sitting, watching, all that stuff, it's Trey Lance. Yeah. And I get the argument that he has to play because he didn't play in 20, 20, 2020. I, well, that, but like,
2: you're looking at him potentially starting next year, having not played for two years, and having never played a game above the FCS level.
1: That's why the preseason is going to be immensely important for him. Those yeah. games will count for him. Those games should count for him. Um, But anyway, back to this Halloween game. Give me the bears on this one. I don't know why trying to go back to my season prediction that I gave Kevin Fishman and keep that in line. So I, I find both these teams to be probably both in the middle of the pack. Getting out of that middle of the pack is what the quarterback is supposed to do. And in this case,
2: on Halloween, give me the Bears. All right. Again, agreement. Wow. And by the way, we're not just doing this off the cuff here. I mean, I have my predict. These are already up on NBCSportsChicago.com. I'm going yeah. right off that here. Yeah. So I'm going off the cuff. I have not seen those. There you go. This is amazing that this is yeah, happening. My kid had a baseball game this afternoon. Collaboration. All Synergy. Right. Uh, By the way, thanks to Danny Parkins for leaking the entire schedule early and made my day a lot easier. For real. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> for real, though. Yeah, yeah, for real. All right, so now the uh, Bears, so they get that, that, that win. So what are they, four and four? Eight games in the season. Four and four. You can live with it, I guess. Monday Night Football in Pittsburgh. Now, this was a game that I kind of had circled as potentially a sneaky win. I don't know what it is about the Steelers. It kind of seems like they felt like they had to bring Ben Roethlisberger back, but he sure seems like he's declining a little bit. The end of last season was rough. I just, that's a team I, maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe I'll be completely wrong because I do think they're, they're talented. They're certainly good enough to be good like legitimately good. I just wondered that's a team that ends up falling off this year a little bit, unexpectedly. Then I saw his games on Monday Night Football. I'm like, ah, it's a little bit different. I mean, Heinz Field, fans are back in the stands, changes the dynamic a little bit. And then I looked up Andy Dalton's career numbers against the Steelers, or at least his record. He's 3-13. and That's a full season. Well, it used to be a full season. 3-13 and against the Steelers in his career. So... In my uh, in my season prediction column I put out today, Johns, I said, and this is just totally, just sort of bold, I think that maybe around halftime of this game, with Andy Dalton struggling, the Bears pull the trigger and put Justin Fields in. Thinking okay. that their hope was to do it after the bye week, but they're in a close game. Dalton's struggling. They feel like they have a chance to win fields is so close anyway, put him out there. I'm going to pick the Steelers
1: in this one and I want to get to the the second part of this conversation so real real quick. Are you are you picking the Steelers in this one as well? I take it? Yes. Okay. So now we have the Justin Fields conversation. You have the bye week. You put him in in Pittsburgh. I think this is going to be circled by the Bears just because it's a break. It's a time for everybody to reset everything. It's a time for Justin Fields to, to step away a little bit. But returning against the Ravens, who should be a pretty darn good team. Yeah, that's tough. Super Bowl contender. Not only that, then that having the short, condensed week and playing a national television in Detroit, which, which is never an easy game. Never an easy game. I think that the Lions are going to be garbage. But it's still not going to be an easy game. Short week, rookie quarterback, national television, huge game for Detroit always. This is very interesting because that, that's quite the trial by fire to throw your rookie quarterback into. It really yeah. is. It's not ideal. It's not a soft landing spot. It's a soft starting
2: spot for fields to take over. It's just not. There really isn't a soft landing spot, though. And that's why I brought up that Lions game earlier in the season. You know, you're at home. Maybe you're coming off a couple losses where the pressure's mounting. I, I don't know where else the soft spot is unless you wait till after the Thanksgiving game.
1: I would say maybe Halloween against the 49ers. Against
2: the 49ers. Yeah. And that's not easy because I think the 49ers are going to be good. I think they'll be much improved. It's a tough schedule. All right, so uh I think what I'm gonna do right now though, you know what in, I have I have to correct myself. I have the Bears winning this game. Ooh, in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. With Justin under that premise of Justin what, Fields having a comeback. Real time switches going off in my head here because I kept going back back and forth on this game. This and the Browns game were the two I think that were the toughest for me to pick in May with the 100% accurate predictions that we are making here. <laughs> yes. Um so I said I said Dalton gets benched, Justin Fields comes in, comeback victory, chaos in the streets of Chicago. I mean everybody's just going nuts back home and uh and the Bears get the win. For our first so you, disagreement. So you got them at 5 and 4. Mhm.
1: And I got them at 4 and 5. Okay.
2: Which makes it so, two very different bye weeks by the way. For It does. Like, you're either two weeks of doom and gloom. Ever You have to make the change. Or, in my scenario, where Fields comes in and wins the game, you're talking about two weeks of a championship parade. So, for my analysis going
1: forward now, Justin Fields is the starter. At the bye. At the bye. Okay. I think it may happen earlier against San Francisco. So... Give me a little give and take here, but...
2: By the way, I'm not ruling out week one still. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But right now, week... What are we on now? We are in week 10 by
1: week, and then week week 11 against the the Ravens. Week 11 against the Ravens. Justin Fields versus Lamar Jackson.
2: Going Ravens. By the way, great game. If it's really Justin Fields versus Lamar Jackson. That'll be fun. Um, In my scenario, it's two weeks of hype. Everybody's loving life, and then you get a reality check because, yeah, it's the Ravens. I think they're good. I mean, I, I thought that I maybe overrated them a little bit last year, but they were still really good, and they were damn exciting last year, man. They've gotten Jackson some help now. They drafted Rashad Bateman, who I like a lot. So I their defense is good. This actually in this scenario we're painting. I could see this game getting flexed to Sunday night. Even I don't know what the rest of the schedule that week looks like, but if you're talking about Justin Fields versus Lamar Jackson,
1: now can they flex the game before the the early Thanksgiving game? Is that allowable? Didn't we uh, we dealt with this a couple uh, years ago? Yeah, we covered something like that,
2: and the Uh, Bears won. Both Bears. It was I think it was Bears Vikings got flexed to Sunday night. And they won the games. Yeah, it was, that was that was the whole storyline. They played two games in the shortest amount of time I think two games have ever been played. And they won them both. The second one, though, wasn't that Chase Daniel on Thanksgiving? I think.
1: Where he ran out of the tunnel early. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. I, I I think that's what it was. Yep. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to roll with that. Yeah, it was 2018. Great year. Yeah. yeah. That one good year. Anyway, so yeah, maybe it's not flexed if they are playing Thursday on Thanksgiving. Anyway, we both have it as a loss. Going into Detroit now. Thanksgiving Day. Steak and shake on the way home. Yes. You, me, Kevin Fishbane, and Jeff Dickerson. Um,
1: This is a win for the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields. Not an easy game. You heard me say that before. But I think the, garbage, the garbage-ness of the Detroit Lions will just win out in this one. <laughs> like, how many times have I called them hot garbage on this podcast? This year, they may truly be the end. They might. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, they, they were close to that last year. So, give me Justin Fields
2: in Detroit. Bears win. So, first of all, uh, I hope that piqued our listeners' interesting you got i don't don't know if they remember this but they they got the uh the podcast on the way home last or t- so this was 2 years ago on thanksgiving but we were in the car uh in Ken Fishbane's car and JD was piping in from the front seat as we recorded in the back seat that was the post game podcast good times good memories that's a fun one it was um i think JD was just firing off all kinds of shots <laughs> <laughs> that was the yeah. Trubisky was awesome in that game. He was owning Matt Patricia again. Yeah,
1: I, I believe two days later Ryan Pace was in Ann Arbor to see Justin
2: Fields. By the way, oh, did he even go home? He I don't know. Joe from just spent the whole weekend in Detroit because one day on the one day of Thanksgiving is not enough in Detroit. No, that weekend. Uh, here's a here's a surprise. I'm I have the Lions winning. Wow. And my my thinking is this the Lions have lost four straight games on Thanksgiving. That matters a lot to the Ford family. They've been they're embarrassed last year, remember? By the Texans, I think, right? It was bad. Um and as much as so I think the Lions are gonna be a team where I don't think they're gonna win a ton. But I do think they are going to have some success turning the culture a little bit.
1: Honestly, (laughs) can can I just inject myself? It can't get any worse than it was under Matt Patricia.
2: Exactly. And and as much as I still question like this Dan Campbell thing and the kneecaps and the breaking of all that kind of stuff, (laughs) they did put together a pretty good coaching staff around him. They did. And... I, I like I like what they did in the front office, and so I do think there is going to be like a subtle sort of transition to maybe camp busting. Yeah. Maybe by Thanksgiving, even though the record probably won't be great, the Lions won't be the same Lions, or you start to see signs of that, and Thanksgiving will become a rallying cry for them. Like this will be a game that matters. so Wow, much you really family. put a lot of thought into I, the the. the the psychology of the Lions in this. I mean, one. if you don't if you don't take May schedule predictions seriously, I don't know why you're in this ball game. For being honest, so I I have an upset here. I, I I think the Lions they uh they surprised the Bears on Thanksgiving. It's a short week, well it's a short week for both teams, but um yeah I got the Lions. And at that point, how do you not have Justin Fields playing then? Back to back losses after the bye. Now that that that. That would be unfortunate, though, if Fields plays both of these games and they're both losses.
1: And those are the lumps that kid has to get in, though.
2: Yep, they're, they're going to happen. All right, we move on. Six games left. Let's fire through these. Um, so I have, I have back-to-back losses after the bye. You have them splitting. And I think that puts us back on track to what, five and six both? I'm in five and six, yep. Yeah. I'm going
1: to win. This is against the Cardinals. Cardinals. Hope. Arizona, coming to town, December 5th. Could be cold. Could be a mild winter. I don't know. It'll be different for for Arizona, though. They strike me as a team in the NFC that's due for a regression. I'm not quite sold on what they are, yeah. what they're building.
2: I mean, honestly, that kind of started to happen at the end of the last season. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely it did.
1: They had the chance to get in, and it was their loss that allowed the the – Backdoor entry by the Chicago Bears. So,
2: yeah, it's a who was playing quarterback for the Rams again? Like John Hansen or some guy from the Hansen brothers? No, that
1: I'm no, the, uh, yeah, the guy played awesome. Werfel,
2: was <laughs> Danny Werfel? <laughs> no, no, that's not John, Danny Werfel. John Wolford, right? That's it. There you go. Hansen Han- brother, Hansen brother. <laughs> I don't what know. Are you talking it's, about it's, it's late, <laughs> it's late. Um, But thank you to the Hanson brothers for getting the Bears in the playoffs last year. Uh, Yeah, I have this as a win. I think facing the Cardinals defense is exactly what Justin Fields will need at this point. Uh, J.J. Watt, let's not forget he's on the Cardinals. He'll get his Portillo's trip in just like last year. And just like last year, the game won't go very well for him. The Bears get the win. So six and six. Six and six with uh, five games to go. And for the 10th time in 11 years, the Bears go to Green Bay for a night game. How is that fair, by the way? Packers have hosted the Bears 10 out of 11 years at home at night. Like, I do think there is a little bit of an edge to have a night game. Absolutely. And on the flip side, the Bears have only hosted the Packers in that same time frame once at night. That was the season opener a couple years ago. The big NFL 100-year kickoff. And a big and a big letdown by the Chicago Bears. No, let's be honest; it's Aaron Rodgers winning these games, no matter what time the, the game's getting played. But I don't know; it just that that doesn't seem equal at some point. I think it, it it sticks out to us because we're actually living it a bit
1: because Probably. we're up there. Yeah, know I, I know, but that means the players, in a sense, are, are living it and feeling it a bit too, right? Like it's, well, it's
2: like at this point you can plug in. Okay, it's like Bears lines are going to be on Thanksgiving now. And then the game in Green Bay is going to be a night game. And the Vikings game in Minnesota is going to be the last game of the last season. last game of the year. It's, it's, like, it's I, going to be the Arctic up in Minneapolis. It's, they haven't played. Well, we can get to that in a second. But it, I don't know. Some of the scheduling, I'm not trying to be critical. It's just, it seems like some of these games have just been sort of let's plug them in where we always do and it solves a problem. Yeah, how about we tweak the formula, huh? I don't know. Just moving around. Can I go see my family in Minnesota in September? That'd be nice. It's nice in September. Nice town. Uh, Packers win, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, six that's, and seven. That's good analysis. I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, all right. And here's another trend. After that, for the fifth time in six seasons, so the Vikings can have the same argument against the Bears. Every time they play the Bears in Chicago, it's a night game. Five times in six years now, this has been a primetime game when the Minnesota Vikings come to Chicago. It's a Monday Night Football. Um, Kirk Cousins, primetime, man. He finally got the monkey off his back last year, Soldier Field. Now, here's here's why I think it's going to be a Bears win. Um, could the Bears have been worse in that game? Offen- like, that was the the absolute bottom of how bad things got offensively. The offensive line was horrible. They didn't have David Montgomery in that game. Nick Foles finally just gets hurt by the end of the game. It was ridiculous. The poor guy. I mean, they could not protect him. They needed a Cordero Patterson kick return just to get any points. Like, if Kirk Cousins didn't win that game, he never would ever win a game of (laughs) Monday night football. Don't say that about my guy. I just said it, and I mean it. Like, anybody, the Hanson brothers could have won that game. Like the actual Hanson brother. I feel like part of the
1: build-up to this one, speaking of my my guy, Kirk Cousins, is the the stories after this year's draft where the Vikings were interested in Justin Fields at 14. Yeah. And here they are now facing Justin Fields in... Is this week 14? I don't know. 16, week 15? 15. Oh, so close.
2: A part of me almost wonders if Kellen Mond is starting by now. Ooh. Almost. I don't know if it'll be this th- game. But
1: They guaranteed my guy a lot of money. They did, but how many? I fully don't know. guaranteed. That, that's a team that's... I don't know about you, Adam, but it's, but it's felt to me that they're teetering on a... I don't want to say collapse, but almost a major overhaul. Like, they're hmm. trying to do a soft rebuild. We talked about that at
2: length a couple times last year. Well, I do think you have a point that if it... Because they are, that's that's exactly where they are. I guess I tend to think that it'll start to trend in a better direction this year, but you seem yeah. to think it might go the opposite way. Yeah, you've always been high in the Vikings, but anyway, I, I like their plan. I, I I do like how I I think they're well coached. I think Rick Spielman does a good job, and it seems like every year I like their draft. And again, even though they didn't get Justin Fields. And they didn't get Rashawn Slater, their top targets. Like they still, I like what they, they traded back. They still got Christian Derrissaw. They still got their quarterback later. There were a lot of guys down the line I still like. So at the same time, you almost
1: can't help but think if they feel they're limited at quarterback right now. It's like the Jimmy Garoppolo thing all over again, right? Like it's...
2: Well, that's the one thing I have been critical about. Like I, the one thing I do not understand why like everything they've done elsewhere, the, all the money they've invested in Kirk Cousins seems nuts. Are the really teams lining up to pay Kirk Cousins? It's like well, that's Ryan. just the—it's the desperation of the position,
1: and he's not yeah. an awful quarterback. Some games he's—he looks like one of the best, but yeah, he does have his limitations. Anyway, my pick: Bears. Yep. Yeah, me the too. Bears.
2: So seven and seven, three games to go. That—I mean, this would put them in—in in the hunt, right? In the hunt. Here is where a schedule quirk I did not notice until we did our TV show tonight on NBC Sports Chicago and Wani because I asked him Dave Wanstead was on the show and I asked him as a coach when you get the schedule handed to you. What's the first thing you look at like what are the, what are the things that you're looking at as a coach and a lot of it had to do with logistics. And some of the things we talk about during the season, which is like, oh, it's a short week Well, you got to play on Thursday, you know, those types of things. Well, one of the things he immediately brought up that I did not notice originally. So the bears are coming off a Monday night game and they have to fly to the West coast to play the Seattle Seahawks. So short week and you're going to the West coast, not ideal in the middle of all that it's Christmas. So Plenty of Tra- distractions. You're traveling on Christmas. You got you got family stuff at home. Usually, there's at least one day in there they sprinkle in where they shorten the practice. They let the players get some time at home. So it's already a short week. It's also a tough opponent. It's Seattle. Not an easy place to win. So, I, I, I mean, if I had to rank, like, if we did, like, the confidence rankings, I, I think I'd put my most confidence in the fact that the Bears would lose this game. Same, okay. Same. <laughs> Wait, let me rephrase that. After the two games against Aaron Rodgers, this would be the third game. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's better. Yeah. It's just not an easy. Like the Seahawks aren't very
1: good. Played a good division, but I, I don't know if they're like a serious Super Bowl contender. I mean, Russell Wilson will be in the MVP conversation again. At the same
2: time, I mean, what if they just completely implode? What? What if? I put that in my right in my column. I mean, the one exception to this would be how unhappy is Russell Wilson at this point? It's late in the season. Are they having the same issues? Is he unhappy with what they're calling? Is he just ready to get out of there? If that's the case, then maybe there's a path to winning. But here's a, another thing is like part of the reason why some of this Russell Wilson stuff was so surprising in the offseason was he never misses a game. He still shows up. He still plays. And he'll probably still be out there playing. Seahawks. Yeah, I got Seahawks. All right, so seven and eight. That makes things pretty dire. You still have the seventh playoff seat. I mean, there's an extra seat out there. Maybe there's still a chance to the playoffs, but you're at seven and eight. It'll be interesting to see how the 17th game impacts all that. But you get a home game now. You get to come home, play the Giants. Probably probably a good spot for this game, right? Um, I like the Bears to win. If it's Justin Fields versus Daniel Jones, I'm gonna take Justin Fields all day. Um now I will point out the the Giants by the end of the season last year were not pushovers. Remember Saquon Barkley got hurt of Soldier Field. They didn't have him. They were still coming together. I, I I'm on record as liking the Joe Judge hire. I think they did a pretty good job. I think I so I don't think they'll be pushovers by any means in this game. But at the end of the day, Mike Glenn is their backup quarterback. And that's it. I, I just well, Daniel Jones is their starter, so yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it kind of feels like the Jaguars game last year.
1: You feel limited. Uh, it, it's just you're right in saying that every year there's a team that surprises you, both ways. Like I mentioned, the Browns and the Cardinals as teams that I think could regress. We raise concerns about the Steelers' potential regression. There, you're not you're not sure what they're going to be. I wonder if the those, Bears
2: are a team that are going to surprise.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. E- either way. Either sure. way. Um, but for now, again, being May 12th,
2: the Bears. Okay. Well, we're going to end up with the same. Well, here it all comes out to this. Week, set, uh, week 18. First time we've ever had to say that. Um, so we got the Bears at 8-8, eight eight, which would be the third straight year that they finish 8-8, eight eight, except there's an extra game. And it's in Minnesota because for the sixth time in eight years, the Bears and Vikings end the season in Minneapolis.
1: What a tradition for us beat writers to go into the uh, cold. There was one year, like three years ago. Like we've walked through inches of snow. What was it, like two years ago? It was like minus 20. Oh, yeah. I mean, the
2: Super Bowl was minus five, too. It it seems like I don't what they're doing. Okay, so let me ask you this. In your scenario where the Vikings are kind of in a bad spot, they drafted mod are, are they at a point then where they're like, okay, we're not making the playoffs. We might have to move on from Kirk Cousins here in the offseason. Now, he still has money guaranteed the following year too, right? His contract is fully guaranteed, Adam. I thought there was a way. I thought someone said there was a way to get out of it after the season, but I don't know. Anyway, are they thinking about that at all? Do they see? Do they say let's put the rookie out there in week eighteen? Because this
1: season, in this scenario, this hypothetical, the season is all but lost for the Vikings. And, and I'm feeling that, scenario. Actually. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 My scenario. Yes. So I'm feeling. It. I'm picking the Bears on this one. Okay. So I got the Bears finishing with a nine and eight record. Uh, that was my prediction with. Uh, The fish man, Kevin Fishbane, and his watchability rankings. Check that out on The Athletic. I do think, just general thoughts on the Bears. They're as good as the Vikings, in my opinion. They're a lot better than the Lions, in my opinion. Uh, Matt Nagy's history against those two teams is still very impressive. Doesn't beat the Packers, but he can beat the Vikings and the Lions. There will be a couple teams that are surprisingly bad on their Bears schedule. And I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying the Bears are, are going to be a great team. They'll be in the middle of the pack, and they'll, they'll keep you interested all year, especially with Justin Fields, the quarterback.
2: Wow. We came to an agreement here. I also have them winning this game and finishing 9-8. and eight. And again, this was not planned. It was not planned. I, my column's already been up for hours at this point. 9-8. Um, and eight. I, I think that leaves them short of the playoffs. Maybe... maybe there's a, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, they got in last year at eight and eight. Um, we'll see. But I, I, something just tells me Justin Fields finishes the season strong. So this will put the bears at uh, four and two, right? One, two, three, four and two to finish the season in the last six weeks with their only losses coming in green Bay and in Seattle two tough games. Two games that they're going to be definite underdogs in, right? I think you're feeling okay. It, you know, depending on how Justin's playing, but I'm you know, in this scenario I'm saying Justin's finishing the season strong. And you get back-to-back wins. I think you're I don't I don't think we're anticipating then a end-of-season press conference 48 hours later where everyone's speculating if you know, people are getting fired. Like I, no, I, don't, I, I, I yeah, don't, that's not no. the
1: that's not the situation anymore. This has to be like a one win season for that to happen, in my opinion. The most realistic lens I, I would offer is you have to know that Justin Fields, like history says, he's going to see see the field at some point. History says he's going to struggle, maybe immensely in some of these games. But at the same time, he's going to give you reasons to be optimistic. He's going to give you reasons to have that hope still. I think he should still be excited. It's really it. to me when I look at the schedule, it's finding that entry point, that soft starting, that, st- that soft starting point for Justin Fields. I don't know where it exists.
2: Yeah, it's tough to find. that spot. In my
1: opinion, I do think it's that, that Halloween game against the 49ers. And they are not going to be an easy opponent, at least right now. Thinking of them, so things change, but at one point this season, Justin Fields will play.
2: What did Fishbane have the Bears at? Um eight, eight, and one. What a cop out. <laughs> oh my god. He just went for a bit. He went for a bit. Which was the tie? Uh I don't know, actually. All right. Well, check it out on the athletic. I just teased myself there. I'll have to go look. Uh Wani had the Bears winning eleven games. So eleven and six. I I will say this. If there is a <laughs> I if love there, that. If there is a scenario where Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback for the Packers, I'm flipping those to wins. And then the it would be 11-6. Yeah. Go, well, that change, a, that, that, that this is, doesn't just change the NFC
1: North. That changes the whole conversation about the NFC. Yeah. Were, were they not just in the NFC Championship game?
2: Is this not I, a Hall of Fame quarterback? Someone I forget where I saw someone made a joke this week that the Bears should throw something in in the Aaron Rodgers trade. What, like
1: some as ra- a random third team?
2: Yeah, the random third team just like sweeten the pot for the Packers. <laughs> yeah, here's a fourth round pick in 2024. Yeah. Like even though you'd be giving the Packers something, like it's it's worth it to get Aaron Rodgers out. Is that the truth? Yeah. As long as they don't draft the next quarterback, the next Hall of Fame quarterback with that pick. I don't think it's Jordan Love. <laughs> I mean, they're not acting like it is. Come on. If they thought... Now, I'm not... Maybe maybe saying he sucks is too far, but like... If, if they really thought they had the next Aaron Rodgers, would they be trading the actual Aaron Rodgers? They could get a boatload for him right now. Like, if they really thought he was the next Patrick Mahomes, like, here's the guy we're turning our franchise over to. He's that good. Let's get a million draft picks for Aaron Rodgers right now, and we could build the team around him. There would have been all this news
1: about working out quarterbacks and signing Blake Bortles either.
2: Well, they do have to have a guy. They, he's the only quarterback on the roster. They got to have somebody throw the ball in practice. Aaron Rodgers is technically on the roster too, but he's not going to be. A, he's not going to be at the practice. Yeah. He's not showing up. You know, you got to have somebody throw the ball. So I. I, I Look, it's funny that they signed Blake Portals, but I also get why they did it. So. All righty. It's fun. Nine and eight. Can't wait to be completely <laughs> wrong about all this. Here comes Justin Fields running down the tunnel. Week one at SoFi Stadium. That's really it. That's, that's any scheduled
1: discussion. Starts and ends with Justin Fields and when he plays.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Good stuff. Appreciate everybody tuning in. And uh, if you haven't already, check out our YouTube channel. You can see the you can be watching this and uh, subscribe. Please uh, hit the notifications. Sometimes we'll go live. You'll get those notifications. You'll know when we go live. Uh, It's a good thing to do. So check that out. Please subscribe to The Athletic. Check out Johnsy's story uh, with Ryan Pace on the uh, uh, the selection of Justin Fields, some really good inside information. I can't wait to go read that myself right now and uh, his uh, watchability rankings from Fishbane and my columns up at NBCSportsChicago.com. Also have a column coming on how Justin Fields fits in all this, like where where basically what that. That thing we've been talking about. Where in the schedule does it work to put Justin Fields in? So you can check that all out at NBCSportsChicago.com. T-shirts up at ObviousShirts.com. Whew. I'm gonna go take a nap, think. Yeah, day. Now. How's that? How's that work? Sleep in tomorrow.
1: Ha. We'll talk yeah. to you after rookie minicamp. Yeah, right.
2: What's sleeping in?
1: Six thirty.
2: Got a baseball game tomorrow night. Don't you? You guys. You probably have a game every day. Saturday's not coming. Okay. we go on tomorrow. Then Saturday. But that's not work. That's fun. All right. Good night, everyone. Good stuff. See ya.
1: Y'all stay corona-free, all right? And God (laughs) bless.